Matthew the 22nd chapter verses 34 to 40 message translation when the Pharisees heard how he had bested the Sadducees they gathered their forces for an assault one of their religion scholars spoke for them posing the question they hoped would show him up teacher which command in God's law is the most important Jesus said love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence this is the most important the first on any list but there's a second to set alongside it love others as well as you love yourself these two commands are pegs everything in God's law and the prophets hangs from them Bible before breakfast Mildred King Sokunko here good morning we're still talking about gifts and the other day I asked you what gift are you bringing because we read the story of the wise men who brought gifts to Jesus we brought gifts of gold gifts of frankincense and gifts of mare gold representing his kingship frankincense recognizing him as God and mare as a symbol of his humanity that he is a high priest that is touched by the feelings of our infirmities, one who would walk our journey and die. And so those gifts got me thinking of what kind of gifts are we bringing to Jesus. And so yesterday we talked about the gift of allegiance, pledging allegiance to your king and recognizing that whatever he says is final, his word is law, his wish is our command, and that the king must be worshipped. And so today, I bring to you the gift of worship. Someone asked Jesus a question, what is the most important commandment? And Jesus said, you must love the Lord your God with all your passion, with all your prayer, and with all your intelligence. Yeah, I know other versions say different, but I love the way the message translation puts it. Other versions say that we should love the Lord our God with all of our hearts, with all of our strength, with all of our minds. But this version actually brings to light something that I think we somehow just skip over. It says you are, you are to love him with your passion. I think that if one is not passionate about God, worship will be difficult. For you to truly worship him as your God, you must be passionate about him. He must consume your very being, your existence, fill your mind, your heart. Have you ever been in love before? If you've ever been in love with another human being before, you know what I'm talking about. They step into a room and your heart skip a bit. They say something and then somehow you just have these tiny flutters in your tummy. Sometimes just feeling them near gives you this indescribable joy that you can't simply explain it. You just, you're just happy for no reason. Knowing that you're going to see them later in the day, everything in your day just seems lighter. People upset you, it doesn't matter. People get on your nerves, it just doesn't mean anything. Because you know that in a few minutes, you will be with the love of your life. You want to talk, to, talk about them all the time. You also want to talk to them all the time. 
You find yourself repeating things they've said. You find yourself wondering what they're doing if they're thinking about you as much as you're thinking about them. And that is human love. One that can fade easily. All the person needs to do is make one bad decision, do something hurtful, say something hurtful, and all that love and emotion will fly out the window. That's not exactly the kind of love I'm talking about when it comes to God. However, it's a first step. If you've ever experienced that kind of frail love, then there's hope for you in experiencing the real agape love I'm talking about. If you don't love God, worshipping Him will be impossible. And the reason why I say that is because worship is not singing. Worship is not music. Worship is not songs. Worship is the state of your heart. It's first your recognition of his worship. You recognize that he's God and there is no other beside him. You recognize that he's irreplaceable and indescribable. You recognize that he's God all by himself. He doesn't need you, but he wants you. And so he makes every effort. He keeps running after you keeps tearing down every lie that Satan tells you to confuse you about how he really feels about you. He orchestrates situations so that somehow you see him in everything that you encounter or experience. You're constantly feeling like he's holding your hand, that he's not letting go of you no matter what you're going through. And sometimes even when it seems too dark that you can't see him, you feel him. When you become that passionate about God. Worship becomes your lifestyle. You know that without him, you are not the kind of person anybody wants to be around. I tell people that my relationship with Jesus is not because I was born into a Christian home. It's because I need him. I need him to be the kind of person I want to be. I need him to be able to control my anger. I need him to be pleasant and loving and kind and patient. I need him so that the fruit of the spirit oozes out of me. He's living through me. He's speaking through me. He just makes me an all-round better person. I don't ever want to be without Jesus. It's not even an option for me. It's not a thought. Without him, I would be horrible. And so I need him. And because I need him so much, I love him so much. And so I'm passionate about him. I'm passionate enough to lay down everything. And that's what real worship is. That nothing is as important to you as Jesus. And so it's not just in singing, but in living, in your everyday life, in your thoughts, in your words, what you do, what you don't do. In Romans 12, verse 1 to 2, the message translation tells us, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Listen, God expects even your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, walking around life. What he's saying is that your life should revolve around him. That's worship. You should be so passionate about him that everything about you revolves around him. So this season, I'm asking you, I know you've wrapped gifts for people, but what gift are you giving to Jesus? Today, I'm challenging you 
to be more passionate about him, to love him with your passion, love him with your prayers, talk to him, enjoy being with him, spend time with him, and then love him with your intelligence. Let your thoughts, let your expressions, let solutions to problems point people to Jesus. So that at the end of the day, you would be able to say that I have taken my everyday ordinary life, sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around, and have placed it before God as an offer. Let that be the decision you make today, to give him worship, just like the wise men did in bringing him frankincense. Let your worship rise to him as a sweet, fragrant perfume. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Kumpo.